tuxes, dresses, limos, spike punch, and broken condoms. It's prom season again, so we watched Party Night. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? What's up, Moon Goons? <laughs> Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad, they're scary. I like that. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton, with me today. You know what? Before I'm not, I'm not even going to go into this because I was about to say on this fine day, but you know what? Fuck that. It's mid fucking April. Like April what, 20th, what? bro. 20th. April 20th, and there's a fucking blizzard outside. You know what it is, man. Mother Nature's been smoking her own reefer. It's 420, <laughs> celebrating the holiday, and said, you know what, man? I think snow would be cool right now. Because <laughs> it snowed! It's fucking snowing in April in St. Louis today. I liked it, though. It was really cool. Oh, fuck that snow. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Big, fat, huge Dude, They were big fatties, that yeah. is for sure. And nothing was sticking, so I didn't care. It was awesome. I thought it was great. <laughs> Thank you, Mother Nature. There's no the business being here. Uh, anyway, not that out of the way. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. Lord Marshall Hampton, if you will. With me is always my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing on this snowy, snowy day? I, I told you. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So I just wanted to get back into it. It's just the habit of saying that over and over yeah. again. I just noticed. <laughs> yeah. It was, that was completely like, I just, halfway through that sentence, I was like, he just, just said saying it. Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just pure muscle reflex. Right. right? This muscle... Going, um, Maybe we need to mix it up some more. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, anyway, let's move on. We got a few things to talk about before we get into our, our movie. Uh, first off, I want to remind you guys about the Horrible Horror Hotline that you can call and reach us for anything you want. If you want to bitch at us, complain, suggest movies, tell us what you like us. Whatever you just want to uh, complain about your bitch-ass girlfriend. Uh, or boyfriend. Or boyfriend. You can do that, too. Um, Have we had any calls? We've had uh, some. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Uh, the hotline is seven four zero four. Suck it. That's the number. Completely free, by the way. Just dial it up and leave your message. Uh, also, after that, I do want to remind you guys that this is the last podcast we will be recording uh, for two weeks, or two and a half weeks or so, depending on when I get this posted. Uh, I will be taking a very short hiatus for my wedding, and I'm going on vacation for about a week after that. And then when I return, we will be back in the flow. So look for the new episode, a new episode by uh, second week of May, somewhere around there. Um, if I'll we get, still be posting stuff on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff. Yeah. If so, I'll hopefully we get it, back on, on keep, schedule. Keep the heart beating a little bit. Uh, so keep, just want to remind you guys about that. Uh, last thing we're, we're going to, we have a big announcement to make tonight, uh, other than the break. But the big announcement is we crowned. Our champion for the horrible horror March movie madness tournament of awfulness. I feel like we need like good like some sort of like reward music like like Legend of Zelda. Do, 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 you know, yeah, something. oh yeah, that's, or like Final Fantasy or yeah, like the. Yeah, I you that I'll have to get that for next year. I'll, I'll work on that, but I don't have anything right now. 
Well, to crown the winner, uh, remember the championship round, we had Helitosis, who was our number one seed, going up against uh, Dr. Bone, the horrible Dr. Bones. Uh, and basically, just like in real life tournament, uh, our number one seed, well, no, yeah, no drama, our number one seed just bulldozed through the tournament and crowning, becoming the winner for this year's tournament is Helitosis, just steamrolled its way through the competition. Congratulations, Helitosis, the legend of stank. the legend of stank, You are the 2020-2021 grand champion. You are the worst of the worst. Of the worst. And man, you know what? It kind of was. Yeah, I remember doing that episode. I, I don't remember if you predicted it winning. I know you predicted it being probably at least in the finals or, or one of the top contenders for this year's tournament. You did say that. Absolutely. It was awful in every way. You know. <laughs> uh, um, I have no real complaints with this one. I think that's fine. I, um, So, yeah, I, I think it's a worthy winner. Or it's worthy of the, 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 the crown. And thank you, thank you, all the Moon Goons who voted and participated. Yes. There was a lot of uh, chatter going through. There was a lot of people who were consistent. We had a couple of people just pop in here and there. And throwing a vote for a particular movie or something they didn't like or did like, uh, but thank you very much. That makes it uh, makes it fun. You guys picked the worst of the worst movie, Helitosis, Legend of Stankmouth, and for such, you know, loyal followers, what I decided to do, and I'm, oh. Marshall, I haven't talked to you about this. Oh, okay, you're putting me on the spot. I'm going to go ahead and do it later this week. I'm going to post on Instagram a small raffle of everyone who voted in the. Horrible, horrible tournament of awfulness, <laughs> COVID edition. COVID edition, that's right. And uh, give them some movies. Give them some horrible horror movies that I have. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, just thought that'd be kind of fun. You know, I don't know which ones we have left. We've given most of them away. I got a handful. I still got right. a handful. All right. Yeah, yeah I got no, some, cool. I got Go some good it. ones too. I'll just, I'll just, uh, yeah. A little I thank you. Nice. Thank you to our listeners for participating. So everyone the- who's voted has now been entered into a drawing, which will be done sometime. Sometime. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, we could either do it when we get back and announce it on on, uh, on, on know, the I show. Think or I think I'll do it while you're gone. Just for okay. something for people to look forward to. I'll post on Instagram and Facebook. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so there you go. Cool. That's cool news. Uh, awesome. Uh, with that said, I don't think there's anything else to uh, we need to bring up or talk about. You're looking good. Thanks. And that's something to talk about. Oh, Right. See, you've been uh, getting ready for that wedding. <laughs> yeah, all them uh, shirts, shirts. All, all them, all them chicken wings and pop tarts. But that's <laughs> my wedding diet, right? Yeah, I'm really, really, no, I'm just, I'm just not sure. I'm not eating all that, but yeah. Um, shirts fitting a little better. This yeah. is a newer shirt. Uh, anyway, just take the compliment. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> all right. Um, as I ramble on. All right, so party night. Today, this week's movie is party night. It's prom season. I uh, wasn't, you know, no way. Is it prom season? COVID nineteen has fucked everything up. Are they even I, having prom? I assume they're having some. I, I I've seen pictures of prom so. gr- girls in their prom dresses I, huh. on like Twitter and stuff. And seems like a bad idea. Probably, but they're gonna be masked. I'm sure. I I don't know. Maybe they're doing some kind of virtual prom. Virtual prom. Yeah, God. Damn. Who knows. It, but it's still, it's prom season, and I don't think we did a prom movie last year. I want to get back in the flow of it. Um, you you do have a weird thing for prom movies. Well, there's so many. I mean, it's a good try to, you know, so many of them out there. It's it's a it's a subgenre of horror. It's just a horror trope. 
you know, you got the camp. Or a trope. I want to call it a subgenre because yeah. it's so slight. So it's a trope. You got the camp horror movies when they go to camps. There's shit tons of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, I guess you got uh, prom ones. Um, Almost anything with a party. Yeah, parties. Parties, yeah. I'm running out of yeah. tropes. It's all right. I'm just not thinking. What it's okay. I, it worked. Uh, party night. Party night is uh, released, was, I should say, released on April 28th of 2017. Uh, written and directed by Troy S. Camilla. S. S. Camilla. Uh, his guy's only got three directing credits uh, to his name. This was his very first movie. His second movie, which we've also done this show, was Mrs. Claus. We did that uh, back in... No you know, shit. Yeah, he, okay. he's Mrs. Claus. Uh, you can currently find this movie for free on Tubi, and it's on Amazon. I don't remember if it's free on Prime right now or if it's a rental, but it, either way, it's on Amazon, but you can watch it for free on Tubi. I'm um, guessing you watched it on Tubi. I you? watched it on Tubi, yeah. Uh, cast, uh, with a few people, only three people I'm going to mention, uh, Ryan Poole plays Andrew, uh, Drew Shotwell plays Nelson and Billy Brannigan plays Travis. Uh, and basically the only reason I mentioned them is because all three of them were also in Mrs. Claus. So we're that, that we're seeing that come back around. Oh, shit. Yeah, all three of them were in Mrs. Claus. Don't recognize any of them. Uh, I, Andrew Ryan Poole, I recognize right away. He was, he, cause he's, he's got the look, he's got, he's kind of the redheaded guy and redheads are few and far between. So he's the one I recognized first. He was the one who got killed in the patrol car, right? In the, in the security patrol car when he got like a candy cane into the ear. Ah, uh, probably. Yeah, I think he, he was kind that. of like a jerk jock guy. Yeah. In, yeah. In yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the other two, I don't really remember too much. I think Drew Shotwell was, I think he was the black, he's the black guy who I think was, uh, doing smoking weed with potato, potato, with potato face, face, potato face in the garage. Yeah. And I think Billy Brannigan was the nerdy podcast guy who got killed on the, with the PC king. Wokenstein. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was him. I could be wrong, but I think that was him. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, all, that's it. All three. Listen of them. to that episode, Moon Goons. Go yeah. back into our archives. You can find them. And yeah, we, we got we got uh, two weeks off. You got time to catch up on some yeah, more check episodes out our archives. after this. So uh, that's it. That's really it. That's all there is to really talk about this movie before we, you know, people worth mentioning. So let's just uh, let, let's dive right in, huh? So the movie we open in a dark house where a killer looks to be cutting off the fingers of a dead body while some girl hides in a closet. But it's so goddamn fucking dark i can't really tell what's going on i couldn't tell what was going on either dude okay no, I, it, was I just no, it was just ridiculously dark uh the killer finally finds this girl stabs her with some somewhere i can't tell where it is because again it's dark he then stands over her raises the machete for the killing blow and just cuts the title card we hear the girl scream and honestly, it wouldn't be a terrible opening if it was just wasn't so fucking dark. You can actually see a little better of what was actually happening, because otherwise, it's not that bad. Like, okay, there's some tension. You got a killer going around being creepy, cutting off fingers. The girl's hiding. Girl gets found. I'm like, okay, not bad. But it, like I said, so damn dark, you can't really appreciate what's happening. And I see. feel like they took the 80th cut of that girl screaming because she just sounds like she her voice is shot. She's like, ah, <laughs> ah, oh god, I've been screaming 20 times. Ah. No, it might have been stock footage stream at that point. It might not have even been her, it's but yeah. horrible. It's not like, get that girl. Yeah, I will see the voice. The voice, the scream we hear doesn't seem like it came from that girl. You give her a hall drop, man. She's got to have a raspy F voice. Yeah. So after the title card, we cut to the famous Halloween shot of our three. And I, you know what I'm talking about when you see it. It's our three main girls 
walking and talking down a sidewalk on the way home from school, you know, down a sidewalk to like the peaceful, picturesque, suburban neighborhood, just like in Halloween. That's, you know, so that's the, to me, it's always the Halloween shot. Um, they talk about boys and prom and how one of the boys named Nelson wants uh, them to have a private after prom party at his <laughs> uncle's secluded lake house. So, uh, and I guess at this point, the camera, it's so fucking shaky while they walk. It's not a steady cam. It just, you can tell like there's not, they're not even like on a, doing like the cheap trick, like to have somebody stand on a skateboard and pull them back. So it's even, it's just like some dude walking backwards with the camera and the camera is so shaky. It's, it's Michael like, J. Fox. He was the, he yeah. was the, he yeah. was the one doing camera. Oh. Is that, is that, uh, is that a rough one? No, oh, that's a rough one. Okay. That's, that's, uh, come on. Michael J. Fox and me is off limits. That guy's national treasure. Okay. What about Dean Malenko? Recently right, diagnosed with Parkinson's. <laughs> Get him what's new. Uh, yeah, I, it just, uh, yeah, it's so shaky. It's almost nausea, not nausea inducing. It's just, it's really fucking bad. Luckily, it doesn't go on too long, but it's, dra- it's it is very, bad. It's, it's very, it's, it's terrible. It's, it distracts you a lot. Yeah, it's so distracting. Uh, then we cut to some old man sitting on a dock, you know, dock on the bay, I guess, fishing on, in a lake. Dude, I've got the nastiest little limerick for. Sitting on the dock of a bay. Oh, yeah. He used to say it in Boy Scouts. Oh. Which was sitting on the dick of a gay. Oh, jeez. Watching the cum roll away. Mm. Yeah, pretty gross. That's that's disgusting. Yeah. Bo- <laughs> we sang that in Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts, wholesome American values. <laughs> <laughs> Boy Scouts. <laughs> um, so he's sitting on the dick of a gay. I mean, the dock of a bay. Yeah. Um, and, and then he, it cuts to, uh, he gets them to go take a piss. And he finds a girl's sunglasses and cell phone in the grass. Uh, he calls the local shell, uh, sheriff, which I found funny during this, the quote-unquote phone call. Because it's plainly, I was like, when you look at the phone he's supposedly talking into, it's just black. You can tell the phone's not even turned on. There's <laughs> nothing on it. It's just talking to a black. It just won't stoop. These little bunch of movies, and it gets boring. I find these little things. You find little nits I to find pick. little nits You to find pick. those little nits. Because in the bigger budget movies, they know you know they don't do that. Like you, they always do take. Well, they I have take a, care of those. I have a bigger nit that I'm surprised he didn't pick up on when he's like, "Sheriff, I found this girl's phone. Found oh, go sunglasses. Ahead. This phone is from. Oh man, it doesn't make sense. This phone is from 2004. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking old razor phone. Yeah, it's a razor flip phone. And this is 2017. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. No yeah. one had razor phones. Not in 2017, but in 2004, they were all the craze back then. Was this tape supposed to be placed in 2004? Um, no. I don't think so. No. But, okay, I'm not getting fucking spoilers, right? But It's an old-ass phone! It's an old-ass phone, and the thing is, like, we find out later that a bunch of girls have gone missing. So, we don't really know when this girl went missing, so maybe, there's, I guess, the <laughs> off chance that phone has sat in that grass for 10 years. <laughs> I think there's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I'm sure it is, but technically we but never yeah, know. We, we do find out about this because yeah. the 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 guy sitting on the dock, he tells he's talking to the sheriff saying I found this stuff and you know, he's like I, I know the, a lot of those girls just recently went missing just like a couple months ago. It's just it just looks out of place. It's yeah. something that's alarming me. And you know, I'm actually like good on you, man. Good on yeah. you. That's that's a pretty He's uh, doing his his, his uh, good Samaritan duty, thing. yeah. Um at one point you do see on the phone the the white little box that says low battery. You see that on the phone in one shot, and then another shot is completely gone again. Um, but Damn. <laughs> yeah, um, the things you pay attention. I know to. it's it's, it's with these. I can't help it. Um, so anyway, he gets off the phone, and that's when he starts hearing someone sneaking around in like 
the bushes or the grass around him. And so, of course, he has to go to investigate it, which leads him to getting a machete stabbed right through his stomach, killing him. He's dead. It's so weird because he's completely like, – it's such an open area. Yeah. You have to go out of your way to go investigate the rustling in the bushes. Yeah, it really is a pretty open area. It's a rural area. There, I'm sure there's all kinds of varmints running varmint. around out there. You know, if there, if you heard a varmint Critters. scurrying, you wouldn't be like, hey, you varmint. Hey, what's going on there? Get. Get, get yeah. out of it. Get. Go and get. Uh, so we go back to our main girl sitting in class, texting her boyfriend, Nelson. They text about how everyone, like, hey, everyone's in for the party. Yay, happy, yay, good times, whatever. Bell rings, school that's out. Molly, the Asian girl, and Amy, our main girl, we finally find their names, are, uh, do some more walking, talking. Up comes Nelson, but he quickly leaves to join the other guys to go rent their tuxes. And I'm like, what? Wait, huh, dude? You're kidding me? Like, you, this is like the night of... Of prom. Like, prom is tonight, and they're like, you're just now going to get their tuxes? I knew you'd harp on that. I, of course I'm going to harp on that. Who it. waits a night of prom to go get tuxes? It's, it's, it's also three hours. It's three hours. It's three hours until prom. They say that. It's like, oh, yeah. three hours to prom. Let's we go get our tuxes, guys. Let's go to the store and try to run a tux in three hours. Fuck this, people. Like, good luck, assholes. Dumbass. Uh, so seriously, uh, whatever. We jump to our three main guys at the tux rental shop, try on their tuxes where this is where we meet Nelson, Andrew and Travis. Uh, Nelson and Andrew are like larger jock looking guys while Travis is the smaller, scrawnier guy. So, um, uh, just to, I don't know, just give you a, a visual there right back to Amy and Molly. We go, uh, they're now in one of their bedrooms. I don't know which one getting dressed for prom. And we meet their other friend, Olivia, who's also with them. And they're just doing girl talk and getting ready. Uh, and then it cuts back to the school where prom is now suddenly over already. The kids exit the building. So a movie about prom night, all about prom night, and just doesn't even feature the fucking prom. What the shit, man? What's the point? Why even call it, like, why even make prom a thing at this point? They're, they, that's the stupidest, lazy thing. If you want to, like, oh, why, why? Okay, just, okay, why even include it? Just say, hey, hey, guys, hey, party gang. Night. Let's yeah, have a party. Let, let's just go have a party at my uncle's cabin. It, it doesn't need to be prom involved at all. This is the stupidest fucking plot point. It's not even a plot point. It's just nonsense. It's a waste, and it's goddamn fucktarded. Are you upset that you didn't see prom dresses and tuxedos? Yeah, and I mean, if you're if you, the whole thing about this movie is they, in the trailer. I know in, you in like the blurbs. Keep, it's you like, like to keep your finger on the pulse of fashion. Yes, I know that. Goddamn right. I want to see what dresser and style. Hey, uh, I mean, but if, if they're all about prom, it's prom night, trying to party. Then feature the fucking prom or you, do something with it. It's funny you do mention because you actually do really harp on people's dresses quite a bit. Remember Resident Evil or watched long not too long ago? We, talk, <laughs> we talked at length of Alice's dress <laughs> and whether or not it was appropriate or not. I think I've just been watching too much RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Get into this and bitch about dresses and stuff now. Oh my god! I don't know. But seriously, it's a, it, it's dumb. It's so prom's over yeah, it's, and done, and it's, it's not, they don't even show you one montage shot. It's not even a shot of people dancing and fun. And then it's over. It's just hey, we're getting our tuxes, we're getting dressed, and then cut. Boom, prom's over to walk yeah. in. You don't see any of it. They didn't have one stock footage. Not yeah. Just even a stock footage, a couple images of prom. Yeah. Nothing. Something. Nothing. It's it's like why? So why 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 why? Is this, no, I don't know. 
Um, so the group loads up and drives off up to Nelson's uncle's house somewhere in some secluded wooded area. The sweet Kia Sorento. <laughs> we find out that the uncle is out of town for work, but does not know the kids are coming up to party. Um, as they drive, Olivia brings up all the girls that have gone missing in the area. And, but, of course, the guys being guys are like, ah, whatever. They, fuck that. They probably just ran away. Stop being a pussy. Who cares? And they keep talking about how this is a small town. Yeah. They keep mentioning this small town, small town, small town. Dude, that'd be the fucking talk of the goddamn yeah, century in a small town. Yeah. You know, one girl goes missing. Everyone fucking, like, camps out, lights, candles, has a vigil yeah, in but small towns. We're talking and five we're talking now. more than one, yeah. dude, it would be like. It would be like calling the National Guard yes, type yes, shit. Yes, yes, exactly. It's like something fucked up is happening in this small fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, that's fuck a, town. That's a good point. I didn't even yeah, and I mean, like, I forgot whatever. to make that one. Yeah, exactly. And and these girls, if they're a small town, they would know who these girls yes. like, They'd be like their classmates, people they are friends with, or at least talk to in passing. I mean, it's a small school. Or they so they're going to know of them. Yeah, yeah. they're at least going to know who they are. And you're like, oh shit, what's your name? Like, oh man, oh, but are they going to know family or friends? Like, it's, yeah, but there's like, whatever, who cares? They just ran away. Um, and some of them say, like, oh, they just wanted to get, they started running because they wanted to get out of this bumfuck town. They just wanted to get out of here, so they just left. That's all it is. Um, Anyway, they arrive. As they arrive, we see the killer sitting at a workbench. He grabs a mask, puts it on as the group gets out of the car. They, uh, they're not honey digging around. They're just like, okay, here's the killer. Yep, there he is. He's There's right here. the teenagers. Yep. He's getting ready. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> Which, honestly, I can kind of appreciate that. Like, you know what? Like, 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 just, just cut to the chase. We're, we all know where this is going. What's, they, you know what you're in for. <laughs> Um, they, uh, so the group unloads and they head inside. Molly and Olivia head to a bedroom to change out their dresses. Olivia's already saying, I regret coming here. This was a bad idea. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, while they change clothes, the killer spies them through the window, which Olivia then sees someone out there. But when Molly looks, of course, there's nobody there anymore. And Molly blames it on one of the guys trying to mess with them. That old chestnut. Um, Back in the living room, all the guys have changed out of their tuxes. They turn on some music and start dancing, which is really awkward because normally in these movies, it's the girls who want to dance and have fun. And you notice this on three, see like three high school seniors, like high school dudes, turn on music and start dancing together. Don't be so suburban. It's it's the millennials. Come on. Or the, the Gen Zers, I guess, almost. They're going to dance. They're going to have fun. <laughs> It's a new generation, Marshall. I just—it's just weird. And this—you were talking about the Halloween shot of uh, the girls walking. Yes. This kind of made me think of Friday Thirteenth Part Four shot. Kristen Glover shot, and everyone starts dancing and stuff. And you know, that's that. Suddenly, I was like, okay, boom. Okay. I don't know if that's an homage or tribute. You know what? I didn't think about it. Maybe. But it goes on for about two minutes. Yeah. It's a long dance scene. Yeah. Um, and everyone starts dancing. Everyone's having a great time. Yeah. Eventually, the girls join in then for a little while, too, uh, till Molly tells them that, oh, after they dance, 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 dance. And then Molly's like, oh, by the way, Olivia saw somebody peeking through the window. Don't you think that'd be the first thing you'd fucking say? <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with those dancing shit. I'm like, okay, where's the where's the punchline? Uh, so at this point, someone mentioned like, hey, maybe we should leave and go call the cops. Which that's the smart thing to do. But nope, there's like, 
Fuck that. They're under Shoot 18, that shit down. Drinking at their uncle's, but they're not going to call the fucking cops. I know, but still, it's like, God damn it. That's your old man talking right there. <laughs> That's my old That's man. That's your old man dad powers coming through. <laughs> call the police. You're, you'll grow into those powers soon, oh, my I've, friend. I've, I've already accumulated them. I'm just busting your balls say, about it. <laughs> it's your Padawan. Your day's coming. Uh, Nelson says it's probably just late night fishers. Fishermen, late night fishermen prowling around outside, or people that, that live just down the road that came to check things out. Sure, why not? What the? F- I mean, there are the- night fishermen. Yeah, know. but I mean, night fishermen could go down to the lake, not walk up to your windows at night. Like, hey, titties! Hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, look at your titties! Yeah, so um, <laughs> we're set my lore of them knockers. <laughs> um. So Nelson pulls out a handful of old VHS horror movies. What she says his uncle loves these movies. One of them is The Mutilator. I noticed, by the way, which we've done the show. And it's a oh, good yeah, movie. Oh yeah, it's Mutilator. Splatter you. I don't um, know about that one, but no, I know. He, I mean, I, Halloween's I, definitely one of them. Yeah, but uh, he said splatter you. I missed that one. Yeah, I, I didn't hear that he one. Said okay. Another one like um, splatter you. We did on the show too. Yeah, we did. Um, and there was one other one, we uh, Motel Hell, which we haven't we done. We haven't done that one. But I remember, like, they're, they're listing off better. Relatively yeah. somewhat cult classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so the guys want to watch him, but Olivia, like, re- review, Olivia's party pooping. She's like, no, I'm not yeah, watching but, that. And then they kind of go Because I'm a, already freaked out enough. I don't need to be watching these more. Or they they kind of go into a love letter for indie or for low-budget horror movies, slasher movies. It's like, this was the golden age of horror, the 1980s. Yeah. It's like. They're holding, you know, they're really like, like wink, wink, yeah, fourth wall break, yeah. Kind of shoulders that we like horror movies. We're doing this because we love it. Okay, yeah, got it, man. Uh, so Nelson and Amy go into the kitchen, uh, to uh, to put the beer in the fridge. Uh, but Amy finds a bowl of freshly eaten cereal on the counter. So there's a red flag. Yeah, milk hasn't turned. It looks bad. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his nuts? It's like, oh, it could be one of his friends. You stop by. No, he Nelson, I think it is. Nelson, yes. Nelson's like, well, he's, he's like explaining it away. Yeah. You know, it's pretty like, huh, that's a really good point. Yeah. Girl. It's odd, but like, yeah, yeah. you know what? I'm sure it's a big deal. Let's blow this off again. Uh, at this point, Amy suggests that maybe they should leave. That this place doesn't hasn't felt right since they got here. So now we got two girls who are like, you know what, something's off. We need to get out of here. And their spidey senses tingling. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the guy's like, "Fuck that, no." Now it's like, "No, it's cool. We're good. Don't worry about it." Uh, in comes Travis and Molly, who say they're going outside to explore and have some alone time. And they head outside where they sit on a rocking bench. Uh, Molly suggests they go for a romantic walk along the river, but even though it's not a river, it's a lake, uh, but down by the water. Um, Travis says, no, it's too dark outside. And they instantly get into a fight. Yeah. Like a huge Molly fight. Molly just like, like, you fucking pussy. And then Travis like snaps her. says, like, you want to go? You can go by yourself. But it, it just goes from like, nah, to, oh, fuck you. Yeah, it's like, let's go, let's go on a romantic. Let's have some long time together. It's nice. And then just. Bam, yeah, War of the Roses. He starts like accusing her of using him for sex, yes. so he could like be, yeah, so he, he could like buy her stuff, and she has a carte blanche to be a bitch. But as long as she sucks his dick, yeah, that's pretty like, much exactly what it is. And it's just, I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> like you, yeah. you went from like just kind of like a little bit of back and forth to like a full on drag out Jerry Springer fucking fight. You know, I'm just waiting yeah, to see Steve, Steve come, come over and like hold her back <laughs> and shit. Yeah, he says exactly like I, I'm sick of you thinking that. 
I'll do whatever you want just because you blow me and fuck me. And they're really yelling at each other yeah. loud. And Which, nuts. they would be heard inside. Oh, the yeah. people inside would easily hear them, but never once, like, like do they acknowledge this or, or they hear them? But anyway, uh, they argue more. He calls her a shitty girlfriend. She storms off into the darkness alone. Inside, the others sit around talking, drinking. In comes Travis, the man in a beer. The others ask where Molly is. He explains what happened. And they're like, well, you need to go find her. Uh, but he's like, nope. She wants to be alone. I'm not going out there. You can go if you want, but I'm staying right here. Beer me. Beer me, yeah. You know what the beer they're drinking? <sighs> I don't remember. I... So this fucking threw me off. It's fuck. They're drinking Red Stripe. Yes, thank but you, they're Red Stripe. in clear bottles. Red Stripe always. I have only short seen no, I in short brown. Yeah, I could have sworn they were sh- one of them was short brown at least. Well, there was there were clear bottles that they were drinking. There because I was. It I, might have been a mixture, but yes, I definitely do remember seeing the red stripe. I like stripe. to pride myself on, on alcohol and yes. knowing some beers and identifying beers. And if I don't know it, I'm like, ooh, I'm interested. It's a <laughs> fucking red stripe bottle yes. with a clear glass. Huh. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's a Texas thing, but that threw me off. Yeah, I do remember seeing the Red Stripe label uh, for sure. Not I thought it was a brown bottle, but I could be wrong. Jamaica men. Jamaica. A lot of um, mercy. So Andrew says, you know what? I'll go out there. But again, Travis is like, no, you don't go out. You're going to sit here. She's going to be by herself. Just leave her alone. So we go back to Molly now, who's alone in the woods, down by the water. She hears someone walking around. Of course, she thinks it's Travis. So she lets out another verbal tirade of curses at him. Um, a large rock splashes down in the lake. So I don't know if somebody threw a rock at her and just missed and it went in the water or somebody's just like plunking. I don't know. It's, it was yeah, a weird was thing. Kind of weird. It was yeah. like someone chucked a rock. It's like, it's probably the killer. Like shit, shit. I missed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, it's, just, it's a weird shot. Like I don't, like, I don't know what you get from that. Uh, anyway, the killer then emerges from the darkness in front of Molly. And let me tell you, this is the most terrifying costume outfit I've ever seen a killer wear in a movie. Does nothing. You think Freddy's terrifying? You think Jason's terrifying? Michael or Jason. Michael Myers, Leatherface. Oh, Leatherface is good, but nope. Nothing says terror and beg for your life or fear for your life much as a man in a two-tone blue windbreaker with a hood up. I don't know if he had a hood up. I just think he had long hair and a mask on, but he's wearing a fucking two-tone windbreaker tracksuit. I think it's a tracksuit. I thought it was like jeans and like a light, like two-tone blue windbreaker, but maybe a tracksuit. Oh, man. It was the... I saw that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I wish it was a tracksuit. A tracksuit would have been better. At least, I, maybe, but like goddamn. It's like your old Italian uncle who's like, hey, come on, have the gabagool. Uh, hey, just wearing Jesus, I mean, suits. at put him in a fucking flannel or, or, or something. Like a, a, a fucking windbreaker? I, I, I don't mind it so much. Uh, flannels are so overdone. You're right. Killers. It's overdone, but I, mean, I don't know... Like a, the tracksuit's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible. How about a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt? <laughs> there you go. Austin <laughs> awesome 316 says, you're dead. Uh, instead I of, don't know. Just something. I don't know. But yeah, instead of being scared, she just stands there like, who are you? Like, she doesn't, she, there's no fear in her. She's. It, it's really poorly done. Like, this girl should be freaking out. The killer just stands there in silence. Finally, after a few moments, Molly freaks out, I guess, from the guy just standing there staring at her, and, and she, she she takes off running. Off. And the killer just stands there some more and watches her run away. Like, she gets a good lead on this yeah, guy. Yeah, I had a real hard time with this. Yeah, so did I. She's small. 
Yeah. Okay. Sure, she's not an athlete, but she's you can see her run away. And yeah. She's running pretty fast. Yeah. So and she runs away, and the killer just stands there and watches mm-hmm. and watches. Looks at his watch. <laughs> watches, and then he's like, "Okay, all right." And then the next fucking scene, very next shot, she's we see her running up to the house, and she's about to reach to the door and reach she her hand out to right the door now, there, right there. Uh, but then she does this grab from behind instantly, by the killer, just instantly. Who then? Like, either he's a world class athlete, or she's slow as fuck. Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. It's really bad i mean <laughs> it was really bad pretty egregious uh and then to make it worse we get one of my other big pet peeves is the killer lifts her up off the ground oh i had no- with one hand and slits her throat with the other hand no yeah because he it's she he's behind her and he li- uses like his forearm or something and like lifts her up off the ground with like his one arm and then slits her throat with the other arm so he from lifts, behind he lifts her up Slits her throat, then grabs it. He's holding the machete and pull, pulling it into her, like holding the okay. blunt end of the machete with one hand, the handle with the other, and holding her up. Like yeah, that. okay, he does do that. I yeah. don't mind that. I think this okay. is abso- absolutely one hundred percent doable because that chick looks like she's like ninety pounds. Yeah, soaking you, wet. you know what? I recant. I take that back, guys. That's that's rewind. Bloop, 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 bloop. All right. I didn't mind that. I thought it was actually no. I agree. Good like deal. I forget it's from behind, and then he did use mm-hmm. the machete to kind so, like, of hoist, hoist her up a bit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, it wasn't like which, a choke slam moment and lift her straight up. Yeah, like that. that's it was, what it was. Muscling her up from yeah. behind. I, I I take it back. I take my uh, criticism back there, and I will actually say, seeing it done this way, I agree. Uh, now that you remind me, doesn't bother me as much, and it's actually something we haven't really seen done before. Yeah, doing it that way. So, kudos, kudos. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she's dead. <laughs> back inside, Olivia gets upset. Uh, that more than five minutes have passed and Molly still hasn't come back. Begrudgingly, Travis gets up to go after Molly while the others comment on how quickly this party has turned to shit. Uh, Travis goes outside and somehow doesn't notice the giant bright red blood stain on the front porch. That's like three feet in diameter. It's huge. And he just walks right. He's like, nope. That is one thing they do not skimp on in this movie is the blood. Yeah. They, they go ham with the blood, which I, I like. I like that. Uh, he calls out for Molly, getting no response. And he, so he heads out into the darkness as well. Uh, he wanders around for a bit and starts hearing whistling, calling out to him. So he's like, oh, well, that must be uh, Molly wanting a little uh, little sticky sticky. And he's, he's leading me on like a siren song. He starts following that whistle. Is that what you call sex? Little, yeah. Sticky sticky. Little sticky sticky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, back inside, Olivia is pacing around, freaking out and wanting to leave as soon as Travis and Molly get back. The whistling outside continues, luring Travis to a shed slash garage, something, yeah, someplace. It's, it's like a, it's like it's a, like garage, a little yeah. smaller, detached building. Um, he approaches the door, and he gets grabbed and pulled inside, where the door is slammed, or, or he's slammed down on the his head, slammed down onto the workbench, with his head pinned down. He he looks up and sees Molly's dead body on a couch. The killer grabs a knife and then just stabs it straight down through his ear. Killing him. Ugh, He's that's, dead. That's a nasty way to go. And I gotta say, he, his emotion or his fear was actually pretty good. Because he was like, Molly, no! He's like, ah, no, no, no! Like, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, act, I, it wasn't terrible. And he's just right through the ear with the knife. He's he's dead. Um, 
inside the remain four get into a deep conversation about relationships which really starts to put a damper on the mood and then raise some tensions between them um because they're talking about like you know what we're gonna do because we're graduating we're some going, different going colleges. to colleges some of us are some here. want to, some of us want to stay yeah. together others want to you know see other people and what do we do our relationship is a timeline but how can you really if you love somebody you really they, love somebody they all seem oddly mature about it however. yeah <laughs> yeah Which i call bullshit on these kids are like 17 18 years old they are not emotionally enough emotional me mature enough to handle this or or they're just in denial really they're in that I think some women that I'm 18, everything's perfect, nothing's get, nothing bad's gonna happen. The dude does say one thing that kind of made me go, ooh. He goes, you know, it's, you know what I'm, I'm afraid of, is looking back and saying, you know, when we get older, this was the best, time. like wanting to go back to high school, thinking this was the, this was the best time of our lives. You and I'm like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. So many people do fucking live in, in high school, the high school moments. Yeah. And I have a question for you then. Okay. If you could. Would I go back to high school? Would you go back to high school, but not having the knowledge you have now? It's oh. like you got to reset, but you're not aware of the world how it is. Ooh. See, now, I've never thought about it from that perspective. I was like, oh, if I go back, fuck yeah, I'd go back and read, you know, everybody do things differently. Well, yeah, because it's like, like if you had the knowledge now, you're like, yeah. invest in Microsoft, invest or, in well, Apple. If you're not even investing that, I'd just be like, get involved in this group or spend right. more time doing this right, or exactly. do and not, yeah. Go to this school, get that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? I, I don't want to waste too much dead air. So, or, or have dead air. Cause I, I don't know. I've never thought about. It. That's a really interesting perspective to think about. Cause I've never looked at it from that. But What's your answer? It. What was your answer? No, I wouldn't. wouldn't. I wouldn't because, uh, yeah. If I had the knowledge now, yes, I yeah. would. But now, no, I wouldn't because I'm. I think I'm doing okay. I'm pretty happy with my life. I think uh, if I if I did it again, I don't know if it'd be much better, or if it was. Hmm. Nah, still wouldn't do it. Okay. Um, I'm leaning towards maybe I would, um, but it's hard. Like I said, if we can't, don't have the knowledge of anything, then I, I don't know if I just make the repeat and make the same mistakes or yeah, or if someone had possible everything could be exactly the same. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they have this anyway. They, they uh, eventually they, they change it because before it gets worse or out of control, Andrew changes the subject and suggests they play some card games. They all agree, and Olivia turns on some music. Uh, time passes as they play cards and they seem to have made up and moved on all of a sudden. So the people that were arguing about the relationship and about like, look like about to break up. They're like, suddenly like it's yeah. never happened. Like, oh, okay, we're fine. Let's move on. It never happened. Um, Nelson brings up how long Travis and Molly have been missing. Olivia gets up to go use the bathroom while well, in the bathroom for like no reason whatsoever. She gets all freaked out and thinks someone's watching her or even like, even though there's zero windows in this bathroom, it's a tiny little bathroom with no windows in it. But she's like freaking out, looking around like, oh my God, someone's watching me. It, it made zero sense and came out of nowhere. Yes, I know she's the girl who's been freaked out before, but at this point she'd calmed down. She was with her had friend. Had a couple drinks. Had a couple drinks. Had she, a dance and, party. And she goes to a bathroom where it's not like the lights aren't working. It's a dark bathroom. There's windows everywhere. Like leaking out. No, it's a brightly lit, small bathroom. Nowhere for anybody to hide. It's just basically a sink, a toilet, and a small tub. That's it. And that's what she's afraid of. She's afraid someone's in the tub behind the shower curtain. Yeah, so she she yanks back the shower curtain to find nothing. So it just goes back to the party where they play more cards. So I'm like, what the hell is the point of this scene? It was completely pointless. There's no jump scares. It's a total waste of time. It breaks the flow of the movie. It's a really odd and, and, and I think completely useless 
scene. I totally disagree for what's coming up later. Totally disagree. Well, with I, that. you could. There's yeah, foreshadowing. There's some sort of, but at the here. same time, you don't you, need you, it. You are totally wrong. Boo! Uh, you're boo. wrong. Ah. All right, and so, it's not that long. We've spent more time bitching about it than the scene actually is. You're right. That's 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 true. So we go back to the others, and they continue to play cards. Again, this really slows down. Anyway, though. This card playing scene goes on for yes. a while. Uh, eventually, Nelson brings up Travis and Molly again and suggests that he and Amy go look for them while Andrew and Olivia stay here in case they come back. So as soon as Nelson and Amy leave, Andrew and Olivia start making out and then just get up and head to a bedroom where they hop on board the uh, bang train and ride all the way to pound town. Uh, and it turns out it's a very short trip, by the way, uh, after they bang, they talk about the relationship and what happens after they graduate and this whole long distance relationship. So we get right back into that conversation. Just had we go right back into matter. it. Uh, Olivia gets up, goes back to the bathroom to clean up. Outside, Nelson and Amy are having no luck finding Travis and Molly, but continue to look around. Inside, Andrew gets out of bed, knocks on the bathroom door, which scares Olivia. He tells her he's going to go get a beer and put on one of those cheesy horror movies, so he leaves. Olivia goes uh, to pull back the shower curtain again. This time, right as she's about to grab the curtain, a machete comes stabbing through the curtain and into her stomach. Bum, bum, bum! Olivia spits up a bunch of really bad-looking mouth blood, mouth blood and dies. So here's what you're talking about the foreshadowing. Yes. So you think it's cool, and I'm saying it, you didn't need it. Like the the the, the previously, you could still have a reach for a curtain, and she still gets stabbed without. I mean, it doesn't really do much to add. It doesn't add much to her I death. Think, I think I know what the writer was going for. I don't think it was executed well by the actress. I think she should have had more like odd, like physical moments, and just more sense of dread, and then pull it back fast and be like, oh, okay. You know, and then when she goes back in, she then she hears like a bump or a bang. This this is stuff easily can be done. Here's a bump and a bang. Is like she's almost like in disbelief. Like no, there's no fucking way. I already checked this. Reaches for it. Well, bam! You get killed. That would be great. But I just think it was poorly executed by the actress. Okay. So All right. the scene was necessary. It just was poorly executed. All right. I I mean I I see your point, but at the same time I also think it could have been cut out completely. I mean, but at, sure. But the, but the movie is <laughs> whole fucking movie couldn't. Have that's made. true. The movie it's, it's just another short one, guys. It's only like an hour and ten minutes long. So even with that, you know, they, I guess throw that extra bathroom scene for a little bit of filler. Um, anyway, Olivia ends up dead. She's done. Uh, where were we? Okay, so back we go back outside where Nelson and Amy are still wandering around. They come across a white pickup truck, which they know still has the keys in the ignition. Uh, Amy gets a little freaked out by this and wonders who the truck belongs to and where that person and is. And Nelson's like explaining it away. He's like, "Well, it could be like a fisherman. It could, it, it's, it's another night so fisherman. Just, you, know, you know, people. It's cool, whatever. No it could be deal. the people down the road. Just you know, leave their parks, their mm. trucks parked in random places in the middle of the field. It's no big deal. Um, so with no signs of Travis or Molly, Nelson thinks that maybe, hey, maybe they ended up back at the house with Andrew and Olivia. So let's, I guess, head back there now. So we cut back to Andrew watching the indie movie, the indie Christmas slasher movie called Dismembering Christmas, which I've actually seen this movie and I've had it on our horror Christmas list for a while now, hoping we'll get to it this upcoming Christmas I was Christmas trying to scene. identify it. I was like, okay, it's Christmas. I've okay. seen it a few times. And I'm yeah. like, it's not Black Christmas. I don't know what this is. I'm not sure. I was having trouble. Nice. Yeah. Good, good. Dismembering Christmas. Yeah. Um, 
The part of the movie, this is because you don't know this, but I just I can pick up. I'm guessing it's like the very end. Yes. Yeah. He, it's like he started it at the end of the movie. He's watching the end of the movie, which means that he's either been sitting on that couch watching this movie for over an hour, or he fast forwarded the entire movie to the ending, or some asshole didn't rewind it and he just he just put it in and it starts at the end. They are cassette tapes. They are cassette or tapes. VHS tapes. VHS, yeah. So maybe it wasn't rewound, but it's just a weird. Thing yeah. like start at the end, you know, it's just a weird thing. Um, so while he's watching the movie, he gets some shots of the killer stabbing Olivia's body some more in the bathtub, playing with her guts and stuff. Yeah, and we hear some noises and wonders what Olivia's doing. So he gets up to go have a look. He goes to the bathroom, hears the shower turn on, which for some reason pisses him off. Like I don't know why. He's, he's like he's totally fine. He's in a good mood. But well, she's he, not replying. She's not saying anything back. I think that's what's pissing him uh, off. Because he's like, hey, hey, hey. Well, he's kind of like, you okay? You are there, there? And then yeah, the tower not... shirt, he, he turns the shower on, and he's like, what? You're taking a shower now? Thanks for fucking telling me. And then he just storms off. I was like, that's an awfully harsh reaction to a girl taking a shower. I, it's just, I found it odd. It's just a weird and random thing to get mad at. <laughs> so... He goes to the kitchen to get a beer out of the fridge. As he does, we see the killer standing behind him holding the bloody machete. Andrew closes the fridge door, walks away. Nothing happens. Just kind of a one of those weird establishing shots. You know, nothing happens. Um, back outside, Nelson and Amy um, talk about how creepy it is out here. He comforts her. They start to kiss, and that's when Amy hears the sound of twigs, twigs rustling off in the distance. More, more, more environments. Uh, more, critters. Back, I can't talk. Uh, or they run back to the house and bump into Andrew, who for some reason is now outside and shirtless. That makes zero sense. I don't know why. So he gets mad at Olivia being in the shower. So he's like, fuck it. I'm leaving the whole house. I'm not going to, by the way, I'm not even going to get dressed. I'm just going to go outside. I don't, had, it makes no sense why he's out here. If you had abs like that, you probably wouldn't wear a shirt that much. Is that, yeah, I, get, I mean, he's fine, I guess. But he's not like he's like, He's no Kevin Caliber, that's no, for sure. No, no, no. Um, so, I don't he know, has I, abs. I don't. So he can wear a shirt. He can walk around shirtless. <laughs> all he wants. Okay. Whereas if I did, people would be like, dude, <laughs> come on, man, you got a hairy back. Put that shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrew tells him that he thinks something strange is going on. That Travis and Molly still haven't come back, and now Olivia won't come out of the bathroom. So they all go back into the house. Inside, Andrew notices that the movie is still playing on the TV and he counts that it shouldn't be playing at all, that it was over when he left the house. So they go to the bathroom and check on Olivia, but they get no answer when they bang on the door and call out for her. Um, and then in the kitchen, they find some blood on the floor as well. So looking around more, Amy finds a stash of missing girl posters in one of the kitchen drawers. Amy asks Nelson why his uncle would have all these. And Nelson says, well, maybe it's, he's just trying to keep an eye out for these girls. And this is and where just I trying got, to keep up to date with what's going on in the area since he lives here. You know? I got super fucking suspicious of Nelson. Oh, yeah. I've been suspicious from the whole he's, time. Because he's been explaining things away, explaining things away, explaining things. And obviously, this is like starting to really catch up. And I'm yeah. like, okay, something's going on with Nelson. Ooh, what's yeah, going like, on? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think that's what they're, obviously what they're going for. Uh, I, I got the same thing. You, you start thinking... They, they're making Nelson look very, very sus here. Um, so, anyway, a at this point, Amy demands that they leave now. Like, fuck it, we're leaving here. We're get uh, and Nelson's like, okay, fine. I'll go get the car and tells her to go get Olivia out of the bathroom. You go get, see me get Olivia out of the bathroom. I'll go to the car. She kisses him, 
Nelson makes a run for the car. He gets to the car, opens up the rear hatch, grabs something out of it. Uh, but when he closes the hatch and turns around, he finds himself face to face with the killer. After a moment of them just standing there looking at each other. Okay, well, first of all, the killer wears like this, I guess it's a skin mask. I, I guess it's supposed to be a skin mask. It's, it's not like a full, it's not like a full on like leather face. It's like, it's like a skin. It's like a skin balaclava. Yeah, thank you. you. That's a balaclava, yeah. or like, or a fucking COVID mask. It just it just kind of goes around like over the nose and it covers the mouth. You see, but doesn't cover his actual eyes. Eye holes. His eye holes. Um, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it, I guess it's supposed to be skin, but it's just, it just looks, weird. It just looks like a blob on your face. You yeah, know I mean, it, it's not like like leather faces was gross because it looked like it was like stitched together and yeah. Like, funky and different types of skin and just just wow, weird you know even the fucking heavyweight championship yes, wrestle massacre. massacre looked better than yes this. it did it just just i was just like what the fuck is that i'm like oh skin? Yeah, i did that too I was like what is that first I'm like oh i guess it's supposed to be skin but yeah. whatever so anyway the two of them stand there looking at each other for a moment then nelson says uncle so what oh there's our big revelation now we see that the killer... Oh, I said the skin mask. Um, the killer mumbles something that sounds like... I don't know if this is correct because it's hard to understand. It says, why Why did you come here is what I got out of it. I heard, why did you bring them here? Okay. well, Which is... Same pretty thing. close. And this is... This is when the fucking reveal should happen. He's like, well, I thought that we were supposed to... We, I brought them here just like you told me to. They're in it together. He he would show Nelson horror movies. They're in Simpatico. He was bringing them victims. He's grooming Nelson to be a killer too. Yep. Make me something kind of cool. But no! no! Nope. Uh, the killer, uncle killer, whoever just slashes Nelson Ow! across the neck with a machete... Such uh, wasted fucking opportunity to make it something uh, kind of original or kind of different or kind of interesting. Fuck I don't know how original me. it would be anymore at this point, but I thought the same thing. Like, it, I thought it'd be it would something. be a little bit better. Yeah. It I, would I agree. be better. Yeah, if Nelson was like secretly in on it or something. Yeah, I thought the same thing. But nope, the uncle just kills his nephew, just hits him. In. He doesn't even like really slash or try to cuss it off. He doesn't just slit him. his throat. He just kind of like hits him. Like the guy a good whap right in the neck with it. And yes, his neck does get split open, but it's not like a full slit. Yeah. It's just kind of like, okay. Uh, anyway, Nelson's neck splits open. Blood splurts out as Nelson slowly slides down the side of the car and dies. He did say he hit him with a whap. A whap. Wet ass pussy. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's a Cardi B song, right? No. Oh, that's the big Cardi I B song. Oh, uh, well, again, uh, we, we, this is funny, Aaron, because just earlier today, we, we, uh, we the Aaron and I and then the boys from uh, Here Comes the Spooky were in a text conversation, and Aaron brings up Cardi B. and Everybody the, hates her. Every, and we were like, fuck her. Who cares about her? And it was like, oh, she's great. And, and I saw she put, put whap, and like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, is it supposed to be whack? I don't know. And so now you're bringing up Cardi B again. So... so. Cardi B's on the brain, man. With a butt like that, I mean, that's all I can think about sometimes. Uh, anyway, Deuce is Spook. Check out Here Comes the Spooky Podcast. Uh, so we go back to Andrew. Where There we are. Andrew and Amy still trying to get into the bathroom. Finally, at this point, uh, Andrew decides just to kick the door open, which he probably could have done a long time ago. But finally does it. The door flies open. Inside, they see the bathroom is covered in blood, but there's no sign of Olivia. I mean, it's like a slaughter in there. There's just blood everywhere. From the windows to the walls, 
that blood run down their balls. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so they run through off through the house. They fling open some some door, I don't know, and run right into the killer who's standing there waiting for them. Andrew and Amy run back into the kitchen where they try to hide behind the counter. Andrew tells Amy that she needs to go hide in the bedroom closet because that always works out so well for every other horror movie yeah, ever. We just saw someone hiding in the closet beginning in this movie, yeah. so that's a genius place to go. Yeah, hide in the closet. Um, after a bit of argument, she's like, no, 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 I'm going to do it. But after a bit, she's like, all right, fine. And she runs off to hide in the closet. Andrew stands up and starts to make his way across the kitchen. Uh, the killer pops up from fucking nowhere. Just boom, there he is. Attacks Andrew with a metal meat tenderizing hammer. Uh, Andrew is able to defend himself with a skillet. Uh, like a cast iron skillet or something. And they, they, they fight. They exchange some punches. Andrew gets busted open. Eventually, the killer gets the upper hand. Is able to knock Andrew to the floor. And from there, he kills Andrew by beating him to death with the meat mallet and the heavy skillet. The killing blow comes when the killer actually stomps the handle of the skillet through Andrew's neck, which is original. I've never seen anybody kill with a skillet that way before. Yeah. I so I'll s- give him points for that. I will give him points for that too. It was just, and, and I, I'm sure it was just the way it was shot. It was shot like this intentionally. It's just so much of it was so up close. Yeah. You know, you didn't see a lot of the, you know, the, of, of the gore that was implied. Yeah. You know, but it was still cool. It was still well, it was still good for an indie movie. Yeah. Well done. I agree. Well done. I, I'll give, I give him credit yeah. for that one too. We cut back to Amy crying while hiding in the closet. After a bit, she decides to take a peek. Uh, so she cracks the door open and sees the killer's eye looking right back at her. Um, and speaking of um, like homages and famous shots, this one, and it didn't dawn on me till just now, well, because, um, not that, no, not, not Halloween, and, and yeah. uh, cause not that, that, no, the shot, um, in the original Black Christmas, there's an incredibly freaky and scary shot of when it's a close up of the killer's eyeball looking through a keyhole in yes, a door yes, yes. and that I, even to me when i saw that, like oh god that's terrifying and to me i, I don't know if that's because it's as a close-up of just the eye through the cracked closet door open hmm. so maybe that's another maybe they're trying to homage that or represent that um so i'm just i'm just throwing that out there um but anyway so where was i where was i'm sorry look, i always lose my spot when i get on rants um, oh, okay. So she sees the killer's eye looking back at her. She slams the door closed, but the killer is able to grab the doorknob and, and pull it, like kind of re- keep her from closing all the way. So Amy then just like does the old like rope a dope, like when you're doing tug of war, you just let the rope go and the door flies open <laughs> and the killer kind of stumbles back, which allows her to, um, uh, stab. Sta- him yeah. She the stabs eye. the, ab- stabs the killer in the eye with a crappy metal hanging rod. Right in that soft, wet eye hole. And this made me think of Halloween. Soft, wet eye hole. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, you like that? You want to hear it one more time? You yeah, like that, do guys? It, do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, here we go. Soft, wet eye hole. Yeah. Wet-ass eye hole. Wet-ass eye hole. <laughs> <laughs> 
But dude, that that part made me think a little bit of Halloween. That's Halloween. 100%. Yes, it's like you know you got a flimsy piece of metal and you're in a. It's closet. not a wire hanger, right? But, it's yeah. not a, but it's still a piece of shit. It's you a know, piece of shit, like yeah. you gotta have, you gotta be lucky as hell. And of course, what am I? Am? Right, right in the, the eye hole. Yeah. Right in the what was it? What do what? Soft, yes. wet oh, eye hole. Do it. God yeah. damn. <laughs> Is it hot in here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't have that one queued. I don't have Nelly queued up on that one. <laughs> Not hot in here anyway. But, uh, oh, just for some giggles. There we go. We'll just throw that in there just for some giggles. Uh, Amy runs out of the closet while the killer screams in pain and pulls the rod out of his. What was it? Soft, wet eye hole. All right, now we're just beating dead. Now, now, we're, now we are. All right, that was the last one. All right. Um, Amy is able to run out of the house where she makes it to the car gets in or the truck or no it's car i don't know at this point she gets inside a vehicle gets inside and that's when nelson's dead body slides down onto the windshield from above so wait you're telling me she runs up to this car and it's the car it's not the truck it's it's their car she doesn't see his dead body (laughs) right right on the roof of the car she's running right at the thing his body right there the guy's like six one so like he's a big guy he's just laying down and she doesn't see him and then then what like what pushed his body? What would give him enough force for the body to move and slide Slide down down. the windshield? How, how's that happen? So fuck it. Anyway, uh, Amy looks around for the keys. The killer pops up right next to her outside the driver's side window and then just disappears from sight. He does like a pop-up, like a, like a -a whack-a-mole, just peekaboo. And then he just disappears. He doesn't try to attack her, which is weird. He's like, Hey, I'm here. And then disappears. It's it's, uh, not a weird, choice i guess amy crawls around the car like all throws these locking going locking all the car doors but apparently the killer has the clicker the remote and he starts <laughs> unlocking like beep, beep, he just unlocks all the doors which i was like <laughs> that's funny that's really funny uh and then forcing amy to go around try to scramble again locking lock them all again amy arms herself with an ice scraper of all i mean i guess if you're desperate something's better than nothing but it's a fucking ice scraper hey man she's one for one with shit tools <laughs> that is true that is true um the killer flings open one of the back doors and drags amy out of the car by her ankles but again she manages to wiggle free this time she runs and locks herself inside the shed slash garage or whatever the kill shack yeah the kill shack great uh, inside, she finds all the dead bodies of her friends, along with the fishermen we saw earlier. And it's 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 just perfect homage again to horror movies. The body display. Yep. We see it countless times in Friday Thirteenth. You see it in Happy Birthday to Me. Well, you see, I, it, I, uh, you see it in Sleepaway Camp so, too. So the, the, many. The, the, yeah. the rundown little cabin. They are all displayed. It's there just too. classic yep. horror movie, you know, trope again. Just the body reveal. All the bodies piled up in one area. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god uh so the killer starts banging on the door and then starts to hack his way in with an axe because this guy just pulls out more weapons than fucking whatever he just pulls him out of his ass <laughs> 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 So, um, <laughs> um, the, the killer does break open the door. Amy grabs Amy and then tosses her aside where she falls to the ground. The killer approaches Amy, axe in hand. Amy grabs a piece of splintered wood, I think, or something, and then yeah. stabs the killer with it, then gets up, runs back into the shed 
Because he breaks up door, grabs her, and like he tosses her outside, and she falls on the grass. That's... She grabs more random shit than carrot top on payday. Oh, there we go. Huh? I don't have an applause, but yeah. okay. there you go. Um. So yeah, so he he he, he stabs her with he sta- she stabs him with the splintered random wood. piece of wood. Yeah. Uh. Then gets up, runs back into the shed where she grabs a sickle. Armed with the sickle, Amy runs back outside to the killer who is getting up now for after being stabbed. Amy then gra- uh, runs out to the fucking back outside to the killer. And then with one swing, one fucking swing, Amy cleaves the killer's head right off his body. It was one of the absolutely most terrible looking decapitation shots we've ever seen. I don't know if it was so terrible as it was weird. It was just weird because when the head came off, like smoke started that, coming thank out. Thank you, you beat me to yes. Because <laughs> like, there's first of all, yeah, there's hardly any blood, and either the killer—that's what I thought—the killer's either yeah, the a killer fucking is... robot, or I just learned that people have smoke inside them. Or he took a big drag of a cigarette before. Right. He got his yeah, head because off. literally smoke comes out of his neck stump, like a poof of smoke comes out. And it's so, <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. Like, I've never seen smoke come out of somebody's neck up after getting fucking uh, chopped off. So, I mean, it's just fucking amateur. Fuck's just- sake, man, you're amateur. I love it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> no, it was like smoke. What? <laughs> I've never seen that. It's, now, that's I've a first. never cut anyone's head off. So that's true. I, I wouldn't know. But I'm boy, pretty sure we don't have smoke inside of us. Unless he's a heavy smoker, man. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, that was so awesome. It was, but, but besides the smoke, though, the, it looks terrible. It's not great. It's it, not, the buy looks so I think so we've fit. seen worse, but it's still not... Yeah, it's, it's been a It's while. not the worst. It's, it's pretty bad, though. Um, and Amy stands there crying for a bit. Just stands there crying and kind of in shock or whatever. And... We cut. Oh, go ahead. No, good. Yeah. All right, we cut to the next morning where we see Amy covered in blood, still wearing her prom dress. Still wearing. She's the only girl who never. She's the only person who never changed yeah. out of her prom. So. And she still. So again, it feels like another throwback. You know, because you see Carrie in prom dress. You see, you see bloody gals in their prom dresses a lot in horror movies. Yeah, but I don't know if that's horror dresses. Well, yeah, in, but it's maybe not. This, it's. I didn't think this was an homage. Or anything, it maybe it's not an homage, but it's a familiar look. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. familiar look. Okay. Um, but when she's just covered in blood, walking down the road, uh, and she go, she, she makes her way back to the white pickup truck we saw earlier. She gets in. She sits there crying for a bit more before she turns turns the key. The s- truck starts right up, and she drives away, and we hear the radio DJ saying, last night that he had the opportunity to hang out at the Hoover High School after prom party, and that it was a real blast, uh, which is the party that they decided to skip to come up here instead. So it's kind of like, ha they should have just gone to the party. They would have had a blast. Real kicking the balls. Yeah, but uh, real back. So then it just rolls credits. We start rolling. The credits just start rolling as Amy just drives. She drives. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting choice. Yeah, which I didn't. I didn't actually didn't hate that because I, I didn't hate. The, I, 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 I didn't hate it. And so just the blackout, the glare drive, and her shock, and her just like disbelief of what happened, and just in silence. And um, but then it does eventually cut to black, and the credits continue to roll. And then after the credits, this blew my mind. Yeah. After the credits, it cuts to a close up of Nelson's face covered in blood, 
At least I think it's supposed to be Nelson because it's so goddamn dark I can't tell, but it's pretty sure it's Nelson. And then after a moment, Nelson's eyes just open up and it blacks out. End of the movie. That wasn't Nelson from what I saw. What I saw, it was the girl from the fucking beginning because it's so goddamn dark. The girl who gets like possibly killed in the very beginning, I think it's her. You That's think it's who her? I thought it was. Yes. No way is that it her. That was her. That was her. Where would she have been? You, who fucking knows? That's why I'm like, what the fuck? I thought it was Nelson. No way, man. Either way, both of them are a horrible, weird choices. Because normally you see that shit, it's always the killer coming back. The killer's eye open. So, if okay, in, in, it's in, one in, of his victims. In, in, in version one, it's Nelson. So what point does it matter if Nelson comes back to life? Is that what we're saying? Set up a sequel? Is Nelson going to become a killer now because his uncle tried to kill him and all of his friends? Like, why? What's it matter if Nelson lives in this movie? Is he going to track Amy down? Are they going to be happily ever after now? Like, what's the point of this? And in version two, if it's the girl from the beginning, which is even weirder and more far-fetched. Who the fuck is she? Who the fuck cares? She was nobody. We didn't even know her name. What's the matter if she's alive or dead? And if she is alive... Who cares? Wh- who, who's going to find her? What's the point? Like, the killer's already dead. Is she going to go? Like, I, I don't get it. It's a weird, odd ending. Like, I don't, I just don't get that at all. Like, it, why even have it, it there? It, it, it serves no, no purpose whatsoever it's to the story. Or, or weird or like, no. Ooh. I mean, if, if, if they would have done, like, like where one of those things where, like, Amy and the killer killed each other, like, they stabbed each other, they both died. And then at the end of the credits, Amy's eyes open again. Yeah. That would make sense. I get that. Or if the killer wasn't decapitated and then his eyes open, that would fine, whatever. But I would have liked it better if he was decapitated and his, and the, and his eyes open. Yeah, I was about to say yes. that too, because that would have been just <laughs> his eye opens and more smoke comes out of his eyes or something. I don't fucking know at that point. It's just a weird ending that makes zero sense and doesn't again does not need to be there. Sir, so zero there it is. Party night. Party night. That's it, guys. Let's move on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. So, uh, you know, it's not the worst body count we've seen in some of these movies, but it's not great either. Um, but so, Aaron, what you got this week for favorite kill? I got to hand it to the fucking director, writer guy who did this because he also did uh, Mrs. Claus. Yes. And if you remember when we did Mrs. Claus with uh, the Duke Cincinnati the Spook. G- Jeff and... Uh, not just McWerewolf, uh, Duke Spook over here comes a spooky podcast. Check them out. Uh, they had we all had different favorite kills. We all had a different favorite kill. I think we did on that. Yeah, episode, yeah. Uh, and this one, I also got to tip my cap. The kills were unique enough and different enough for the most part. There was a couple that were like a couple lame. You get but, your standard, yeah, yeah standard which is fair. fine. But I mean, we had like the stat, like hacking Nelson was kind of lame. Yeah. Stabbing the chick, even though it was through the curtain. Which I think they tried to make it more dramatic, but we already had to talk about that. Yeah, those two were kind of me, but the holder from behind machete kill, different the, a variation on the same old, but makes yeah, it new. The, the kill of. with the skillet, the kill with, uh, uh, you know, just driving the knife into the ear, and even the decapitation. As it's crazy was because of the smoke. That just that's just. I know that was a fluke, but boy, I loved it. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the machete choke from behind. That's my favorite kill because it was the first time I've seen the machete used like that. You know, holding her up with his hand on the blunt side of the machete and the other hand on the handle, pushing the blade into her neck and holding her up. 
I thought that was cool. I thought that was kind of unique, and it was bloody as hell. It, 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 that was one of the bloodiest. That nurse did have a lot of and blood. And when she fell to the ground, they, they did a close-up on her neck wound, which looked really good for an indie. Uh, and she was still kind of taking her last breaths. Favorite kill by right. far. Uh, for me, it came down to uh, Travis getting stabbed to the ear and then Andrew in the skillet. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Andrew in the skillet just because – yeah, the, the ear one looked good, and the emotion behind it, but like, if I put my, that would be terrifying to be in that shoe, be pinned down, you're looking at your dead girlfriend right there, and you're terrified, you're like, no, no, and then you're just like, get stabbed, that would be horrible. But I'm going favorite kill, Andrew, because one, it was kind of drawn out, they put, he put up a fight, there's a fight, he gets yeah. beat down with a meat tenderizer first, he gets busted open, and that, those, it looks good. It, he gets it, softened up. He gets softened, yes, he's soft. And then, I gotta say, I've never seen anybody killed with the handle of a skillet being stabbed. Not just stabbed, but like stomped, like mud stomp and curb stomp, and somebody to- totally through agree. a neck with a skillet handle. So we, you. So I'm going that one. Kills, good job, director. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had different kills. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times it's the same one. Uh, so there we go. There's our favorite kills for this week. Let's move on to the odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. So ratings, IMDb gives it a 3.3 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's it's not even on the site. And uh, Amazon, 3 out of 5. Nothing fancy there. Uh, Plot keywords, there's only 7 and none of them worth mentioning. They're all just babies. Stab, kill, killer. There's nothing fun there. Not even prom. I don't prom maybe, but I don't know. Probably not. There really is no prom this movie. Uh, Trivia, the only... Uh, there, the only things I could find, I, there was actually more trivia on this than like, anything else. I try to surprise me. It's not a whole lot, but there's some. So first, this entire movie is supposedly funded by Kickstarter. So eh, whatever, not surprised okay. there with these indies. Um, apparently, Billy Brannigan went on a strict diet before filming so he could look as slim as possible. Uh, just because his character is referred to as the All-American Jock, which is really weird. Because Billy Brannigan played Travis, who was the smallest character in there. Yes. And would it make more sense if he went on diets to be more scrawny and if he was going to be more of the nerdy, comical character. So I don't get that one at all. Because Andrew and Nelson are definitely the more jock, jock types, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. And those are all supposed to be the American now, jocks. They, they mentioned that in the tuxedo scene. when it, We didn't go deep into the tuxedo no. scene, but they're... They're like filming each other on a camera, like, "Oh, look, here's the all-American Jack." You know, yeah, you know, and he's like the small. I thought it was like a joke. Maybe it is, but maybe he him. took it seriously, and now didn't realize it was actually a joke or something <laughs> like that. I don't know, but yeah, that's anyway. So uh, apparently, the whole movie shot in 16 days. Uh, the cast and crew stayed together at the main house used for the film. They just they stayed there while they filmed. Um, Riot director Troy Escamilla has stated that 80 slasher films, The Mutilator, Hell Night. And Prom Night were major inspirations for this film. Well, that's no surprise because most of those are n- mentioned in this movie in the first. Uh, again, Billy Brangan thought that his character would, should be a smoker. So when he arrived on set, he pitched the idea to, to the director and then seemed uh, decided that the cigarette smoking would be featured in certain scenes. Uh, so that's a weird choice. Like, I want to be a smoker. Uh, kids don't smoke. Uh, the, <laughs> in the, the movie, Andrew... Um, like I said, watches Dismembering Christmas, which I already talked about. Uh, Kevin Summerfield, who wrote and produced it, also served as producer for Party Night. So that's the writer, produ- writer director of Dismembering Christmas, 
was a producer on this one. So there's the link there. Uh, the original actress they cast to play Amy dropped out. And then the new actress, Laura uh, T-O-U-P-A-L, was cast as a replacement just two weeks prior to filming. <laughs> and um, this supposedly is the first feature film from Fright Meter Films. So that's, an, I guess, a new company. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for possible Horrible Horror Hall of Fame. See, yeah. what, see what else they have out there. Um, that's all I got for trivia. Uh, budget, unfortunately, uh, could not come up with uh, the budget. I couldn't find anything on that. I'm going to guess, since it was a Kickstarter, I'm going to guess something like a $10,000. I would like, like go a nice lower. round maybe, number. I, I, yeah, somewhere, I'm thinking maybe six to eight, no higher than 10, I would think. Cause I, I don't know. It, this was 2017. Yeah, so Kickstarter's been around for a while, but I just I don't. I just don't see him get more more than ten at all by six to eight, but I don't know. Doesn't matter. We don't know. So anyway, that brings us to Mortal Kombat Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat? I gotta say, this uh, little ditty has grown on me. Oh yeah. At first, I was like, that's kind of long, and that's <laughs> when we were doing uh, um, five star reviews. It was yeah. just five star reviews, and it was like you're playing that. I'm like, that doesn't make too much sense. But yeah. It morphed. It turned to Mortal Kombat combat. I like it. All right. I like it. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Um. It's so, grown on me. Good. It's official stamp of approval. <laughs> uh, so there are only 12 total reviews on Amazon. 35% are five stars with 15% being one star. Um, so it's going to go real quick because uh, there's not much. So five stars from Shelby simply writes, not bat at all. A bloody slasher movie with a couple of good jump scares included five stars. From Jay Nether uh, or neither, uh, Nether. Oh, uh, great actress and horror flick. I give this movie five stars directly because of the star of the flick, Laura Tulipal, and her incredible acting chops. She is also a part of Puka Lives. I hope to see her in many more movies soon. Five stars. Someone's a relative. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I got for five stars that people wrote down stuff. And by the way, common Puka, if you have not seen that movie on Hulu, that's one worth watching. It's a fucking weird but still creepy and like mentally kind of scary. It, it's it's worth watching. It's creepy. It's good. I would I if you can watch it, check it out. Um, so one star reviews uh, from Amazon customer just writes hilarious. The only thing in this movie that is inferior to the horrible acting is the so sorry special effects. One star. I totally disagree with that. Yeah, I, I don't hole. think they're that bad. We've seen way worse. Way, way worse. worse. And Chomp D McDees and things, Chomp McDees and things writes, my mouth actually fell open at the beheading scene. Dude, <laughs> you could have chopped that out in post. Never have I, never have I ever seen a gag that looks so fake. And I've seen a lot of cheap horror movies. You can also watch tutorials on how to light and compose scenes and shots. This was just a movie that some kid made in his backyard. People donated to fund this. I'd be upset if I were them. 
not for the low budget quality or acne, but for the lack of preparation. Hopefully they take the next one a bit more seriously. One star. And that's all we had this week. That's all there was. So uh, not a whole lot on this movie. So let's add to it, Aaron. What side of this uh, uh, this battle are we going on? Where, where are you at here? I feel like this should have been called something other than Party Night. Maybe this old chestnut. <laughs> because there are so many basic things that are just... It's it's like baby's first horror movie. Or like, or like horror movie by numbers, you know. Like they read the book. For du- like how to make a horror movie for dummies, or like you took the you took the filmmaking at the junior college level, like yes. junior college filmmaking one hundred and one. Yes, Here's- and that's and that's exactly what it is. This almost that's a great way of putting it. It feels like a very polished student film, almost in a way, you know. And yet we, for the indies, we have to excuse the lighting issues, the sound issues, some of the acting issues, and that's fine. You give it a longer leash, but you can really mix it up with the writing, and that's what indies need to be today. Indies really need to have. Good solid scripts, good swerves, something funny, something just that's a little off, you know, off the beaten path. But this was quite literally on the path, following <laughs> all the directions this way to horror movieville. And dude, they just they followed the yellow brick fucking road on this one all the way to the, to the land of horror. Um, no deviation from the the classic plot points, um, even to the homages that were done. Ah, so that was that was. That part was a little disappointing. But at the same time, it's also kind of charming and endearing. I'm going to have to say just barely so bad it's good. Okay. Just barely. And it's just because you can tell it was a passion project. It's not a good movie. It's not a great one to see. But it feels like the guy really likes horror movies and just really wanted to make one. From what I understand, you said this is his first one. I believe this was his first one. This is yes. his first one. So he's getting his toe wet. He's dipping it in. He doesn't want to rock the boat just if he can make a, a, a classic horror slasher type movie from A to Z. Just go through it with maybe little nods here or there. He accomplished it. So good for you, buddy. All right. Um, you said a lot of things. Like, I agree. One, it shouldn't have nothing to do with prom. I've already talked about that. Or it should. They should have just cut that out altogether and just like, hey, let's call it party weekend or like just this old chestnut. Yeah, this old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> Polished turd. I don't. I don't oh, know. Oh. Um. I. I don't know. It. It has nothing to do with prom. So that's one prom. Uh. But yeah, it's nothing. It is the mold to a T. There is no new ground here. Nothing new. Nothing. Act, the acting isn't terrible, but it's not great either. But it's it's certainly not the worst we've seen. Um, like you said, the kills are fine. The blood, for the most part, is fine. The gore, except for the head decapitation, is pretty is fine. Um, my problem with this movie is I'm not. It, it's it, it falls in that that limbo void of more of just forgettable. For, forgettability Absolutely. than, than yeah. bad or good, and that's probably even worse than being bad. Just you could almost just you could just never watch, you know, just completely gloss over and never it'd be fine one way or the so other. This movie made no impact on my life whatsoever. Yeah, it's not good. You're not gonna like, oh, that's so. You're not gonna have memories of haha, that movie's so bad. And have those fond memories of laughing at its terribleness and, and those weird spots. And it's not gonna be so bad. It's good. Or a good one. It's like, oh, that movie is great. Did something new. It's just, it's just there, um, and that's a problem. So how do I? Is it so bad? It's good. Yeah, 
so bad, scary, and don't watch it? No, either. So, but by that point, I will say, I don't know. I I I don't want to say so bad is good, but so bad scary. Well, those are your choices. I know those are my choices. <laughs> I know we kind of paint ourselves in a corner with this most of the time, but it, it's not that bad. If you watch it, fine. You know what? It's free on Tubi. It's not gonna do any good. It's only like an hour and ten minutes. So for that, and some of the some of the kills that are kind of decent and fun, um, I'll say so bad it's good but i'm putting like you know like an asterisk by mine <laughs> um now don't think just because it got two goods this will probably for sure be in the tournament next year for sure it's not oh, it, this is be. not getting a buy because it is one of the better movies it'll definitely be in the tournament um, i mean just because we both said so bad it's good well sometimes mean. the good ones get left out well, so i don't want to they're think, fucking good this yeah was but not, we're saying I mean, it's good good the double goods normally get left out and yes, pass. This movie just really does ride that line. It between, rides it so like, much. Do I need to turn this off or should I just keep watching it? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's an accomplishment just in saying that. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, okay. And it's indie. And like I said, I've already said it. The guy has a love for horror movies. You can see it in the work. It's not great work, but you can, you can see the passion. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and it's like, it's not terrible. It's not unwatchable. It's not, it's just kind of blah. Like, it's, it's no, nothing, it's not going to change your life. It's not going to be, I don't know, it just, it's just there. Like, if you want to watch a movie, you have an hour and ten minutes to kill, sure, watch it. It's free. It's, it's not going to cost you anything. It's like flavorless vanilla ice cream. <laughs> you kind of eat it because it's ice cream, which you're like, this doesn't t- I don't taste much of anything. Jesus. But you just keep eating it because it's fucking ice cream. <laughs> That's me. And I, I just I like love that. ice cream. Now I want to get a fucking shake. I love vanilla. That's my favorite flavor. But I, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But I 100% see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah it's like, or like it's like pizza. There's, all, there's great pizza. And then there's not so pizza. But pizza is still pizza. And you're going to eat it because it's pizza. It. But yeah, or it's like blowjobs. There are fantastic, amazing blowjobs. No, no, there, there are some... bad blowjobs. There are very bad blowjobs. Teethy ones hurt, and those you do not want to put up with. But you're still gonna finish. Are you're... you? Are you really? Because that shit hurts. And I, I, no, I you're not. Well, who's giving you blowjobs, Baraka? Jesus <laughs> Christ! I mean, we get. Little... I had one. I'm, well, not name names. Oh, she she ain't listening to this shit anyway. <laughs> but she was a little teethy, and it fucking hurt. And I would find excuses to stop. I'm like, oh, right, you know what? That's you know, I just you, oh, I'm so I'd be like, oh, you got me so worked up. I just want to fuck you now. I can't I can't wait any longer. So let's just move on. But so yeah, a bad no blowjobs can be bad and can be not worth getting. <laughs> I stand by I, that. One. I, I am sorry that your <laughs> dick got so mutilated, girl. <laughs> Because, I mean, I've had a little nick here and there, but you, know, you, just, you just power through, baby. <laughs> you know you power so much. It's like a, if you put a cheese grater in your dick, it's not going to power oh! through it. You're going to be like, okay, I'm going to stop this. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I, I have not We have gone that. off the rails on that one. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, if you're still with us, thank, thank you. you. Uh, if you want to continue to support the show, you can always check out our backlog and continue to uh, – listen to everything but also you can uh, check out our patreon page donate a few bucks here and there that really really helps us out helps helps pay for all the maintenance shit we gotta do um to keep the show going uh other than that like i said if you have any suggestions tips or you want to suggest any movies you can reach us on facebook instagram twitter you can also check out the new hotline at 
7404 suck it. And what's the actual number on that? Uh 740 42 God damn it. <laughs> 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 you asshole. Uh it's uh 7404 uh suck would be wait. S seven eight Fuck uh two four i oh, think that's clear as mud yeah Jesus i fucking just, just, just god you put me on the spot i didn't have it ready uh it's four sucking i should just cut all this shit out and i mean air this but fuck it uh seven four zero four suck it figure it out it's not that hard <laughs> the numbers are on the on your phone uh, fuck you eric <laughs> oh, that makes you so happy <laughs> On that note, All right, show's guys. over. Show's over. Remember, watch more horror movies. In the meantime, guys, always. I fucked up my intro. Watch more horror movies, and remember to always keep it tight. tight.